재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. The weather here in Korea is always kind of a mixed blessing with these warm spring temperatures come things like particulates in the air, yellow dust, pollen, things that make your eyes itch, make you sneeze, make your nose run. And in this edition of Health Mirror, we're going to talk about things that make your skin itch as well. We're joined, as usual, by Doctor of Korean Medicine, Yesul Jennifer Lee, for some principles of Eastern or Korean medicine. Hey, Jennifer. Hello. So, skin allergies this week. Yes. We go through a new malady every week. This (laughs) This week we get to talk about itchy skin. Uh, Is it seasonal? Well, uh, for some allergies, it is seasonal. Mm -hmm. Uh, For others, it's not. Mm -hmm. So, when somebody comes in to complain that Mm -hmm. they've got uh, itchy skin, I guess itchy is the main symptom, right? Yes. Uh, what, what What kind of questions are you asking them? Um, for many, many patients, they already know what's causing their allergic reactions. For example, if they're having uh, pollens, that's uh, annoying their skin problems. Mm. Or, or if they have, uh, let's say they've uh, met a cat or a dog mm-hmm. and their hair is causing their allergic reactions. Or sometimes they have food problems as well. Uh, but the thing is, when it comes to pollens or an- animals of allergic reactions, people are, are aware of what they're allergic to. But... Uh, in, in some cases, uh, a lot of patients come in and they don't realize that they're having allergic reactions to food that they haven't uh, mm. had any kind of, well, encounter to before. Okay. Uh, and, and is there any particular kind of food that triggers more than others? Is it just something that's unfamiliar or is it any kind of food in a particular category? Well, I would be very cautious about this because mm-hmm. uh, people from different age and uh, from different background have different allergy reactions. Sure. Um, I've met a, a, a patient recently who had a rea- allergic reactions to s- shrimp, sure. but he had no allergic reaction whatsoever last week when he had shrimp. But he had allergic reaction on that certain period, only because he was extremely tired. Okay, so the allergies themselves. Uh, may be not permanent, but a symptom of some other deeper lying problem. Yes. So he had this reaction because he was extremely tired and he supposedly had a lower immune system because he was tired and stressed out. Mm-hmm. And he was thinking of maybe it's the same certain species that's causing their reactions, but it really wasn't. Yeah. And I, uh, lately I've been suffering terribly with the eyes and nose because of whatever the heck is floating around in the air yes. out there. Do yeah. you as a Korean doctor mm-hmm. categorize that kind of sort of histamine allergy and a skin allergy in the same category or are they fundamentally different? Well, um, fundamentally, I would say they are very similar to one another because it's a reaction that you start, your body starts to have um, well, if they're having problems with the outside mm. or external world. Right. So, well, and it really depends on what organ or what system is responding to the external world. Mm-hmm. For example, if it's digestive system due to, say, food or water, or if it's respiratory system due to what you're inhaling and exhaling. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. So we always illustrate our cases here. Our case studies in Korean classical medicine come from the royal archives. Uh, Which royal case studies are we going to look at this week? Um, I brought up three uh, brief episodes of different kings. First one is King Hyojong, who's the 17th king from 1649 to 1659. And he had these skin itchiness and and redness on, on his skin since he was a prince, especially when he was very nervous. And he had eye problems, sneezing, and he also was told to have asthma and runny nose and dermatitis, which basically is kind of like a set of whole allergy reactions. This guy sounds like a mess. I got to yes. be honest, this king, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, he's got his eczema, his eye problems, his yes. asthma. I think he's, uh, you know, needs to be in a glass bubble or something. <laughs> but yes. um, it's interesting you mentioned he had this skin problem because he was nervous. Yes. That is so frequently the cause of skin outbreaks, isn't it? Yes. You it can is. get stress acne, for example, exactly, or you can get. Yes. I knew a person who just after a move and in the midst of some stress and questions in her life mm-hmm. had this full body rash. It was like she, she did. You know, <laughs> she, it's like she rolled around in poison ivy. Oh my God. And then it was gone you know, oh. a few days later. It was, well, uh, it's nice. almost psychosomatic, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Well, especially for this case. King, this this symptom was well, very spontaneous, meaning it just erupted out of nowhere, and then it just got it was gone suddenly. It meaning it was really an allergic reaction. Um, so in this case, uh, their doctors, his doctors, started to treat him. Um, for, to treat his allergic reactions. But another king called King Yongjo, from, uh, who's the 21st king from 1724 to 1776, mm-hmm. he had this specific scalp itchiness and, and pruritus around his scalp. Okay. So, um, and rem- mind you, he, he was 74 and 82 when he had these episodes. So he's ex- he was extremely old. They've got the archives very precise. When yes. he was 74 years old and when he was 82, <laughs> and in all those intervening years, he they, didn't. Yes. Is there any indication what he did in those particular years that brought it on? Yes, but there was no... The, the funny thing was he wasn't really um, especially having these specific uh, incidents that would cause this kind of uh, symptoms, only except that he was sort of gloomy from from this long period of, of you know, being in, in the regime and, and he had these incidents while he was uh, working as a king. He was tired of being king. Yeah. He needed probably. a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because he was like 50 years of of, of being a king. So, yeah. Yeah, probably, yes. Didn't, it's interesting. I guess they didn't really have a fill-in. You couldn't tell the prince, hey, listen, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to the countryside for a couple of months. <laughs> Be king. Or, or or like Game of Thrones where you've got the hand of the king and he can take mm-hmm. over. You know? Yeah, sadly, I don't think they I don't did think that. they had that system, no, did they? No, <laughs> So, yeah, the, the scalp itchiness and things like that. Um, any other kings we should mention before we look at treatments? So, um, other than this peep, uh, itchiness from being old, uh, another king had the skin itchiness and, and he started to vomit. Mm. Uh, this king was King Injo from 1623 to 1649, who was uh, the 16th king right before the king who had allergy reactions. So he was the father of this allergic reaction king. Well, there you, you know, given the fact that he was vomiting, it sounds like unlike those, uh, perhaps unlike those other kings. Exactly. It yes. was specifically digestive in his case. Yes, uh, you're very, you're almost correct. So he, <laughs> <laughs> so he had this chronic liver disease, meaning he had an extremely hard problem digesting food. 
because there was not enough um, proteins coming up from the liver. I see. So the very surface manifestation was the skin disease. Mm -hmm. You then make the assumption that maybe it's digestive, and then you learn that it's really not digestive, but it's systematic in that the liver, which aids and abets digestion, had a chronic problem. And I'll bet you that King manifested some other problems that you link to liver, right? Yes. So he started to have the problems of digesting bilirubin, which is a which is a very important matter inside your blood. But if it's um, excessive, then it starts to get to your skin and it starts to itchy, it starts to get itchiness. Yeah. Okay. Now, when we talk about treatments for these people, you mm-hmm. have to make a very clear distinction on what level their their out their itchiness, their skin problems yes. are are coming. Is it an immediate response to their environment? Is it a digestive problem, or is it some chronic systematic problem? So, w- what kind of conditions uh, do you identify out of all that, and and how do you treat them? Mm. First of all, we need to find out what's really causing their itchiness. If it's if they are aware of cognitive aware of what's causing their itchiness mm-hmm. but if they're not really aware of what's really causing them then we really have to indu- sit, uh, well, deduce what is okay. going on if the queen just brought home a new Persian cat uh, for the palace <laughs> yes. that's a highly suspicious um, external variable that might yes. be causing some of this uh, itchiness or if he took a trip out to you know hunting in the woods and brushed up against some weird new leaves and things yes. like that there's there's another suspect thing but if life has been normal then you kind of start asking more probing questions about have, has he changed his diet? Exactly, or, yes. Okay. So, well, when it comes to itchiness, they always come as a set with different symptoms. If they're having, say, sneeze problems, if they have eye problems, then we will pretty much assume that it's allergic reactions. But if he's, say, uh, having other digestive symptoms, mm. for example, diarrhea, vomiting, then it will either be allergic reactions from the food or it, it, it might be chronic disease that's causing problems in their digestive system. I don't know whether it's a chicken and egg kind of situation, but uh, with my particular allergies, the eye and the nose allergies lately, mm-hmm. um, it's so exhausting. It's, it is. I don't know whether it's because I have low energy that I have the allergies or because of my histamine system, my, my nose and my runny nose exactly, and my eyes yes. and my tears are constantly working that I mm-hmm. feel so logy and tired. Yes. There are ex- actually um, is, well, reports recently on uh, different uh, comorbidities, meaning different disease coming up together. Hmm. And one uh, example was allergic reactions and depression. Yeah, that's interesting. It is. Because it it's, it's enervating. It, it takes is. a whole lot of your, your emotional and exactly, uh, yes. sort of inward energy to deal with these uh, runny nose and fatigue. So I think yes. you could almost mistake the symptoms for depression after a while. Yes, it, it can be, yeah. All right, treatment time. What kind of things do you mix up or burn on their skin or mm-hmm. poke them with needles? What do you do? <laughs> uh, well, the foremost treatment would be medicine herbal medicine. So uh, for these different kings, they always presented different uh, medications that they treated the king with. Um, And also there can be different kinds of uh, uh, cream that they put on Mm. their skin and also different kind of diet that they uh, teach the the kings to. Um, And there can be two different main approach. First would be easing the symptoms, meaning reducing inflammation or itchiness. And one can be more fundamental to what's causing the symptoms. Okay, uh, so a combination of digestive and topical remedies, depending on whatever herbs and things you want to prescribe. Yes. Then I guess you could say uh, you just got to get them to chill out, right? Because yes. uh, these these 
as we said before, it can be psychosomatic. If you're stressed out or angry, that can go and manifest itself on your skin level too, Exactly, yes. There we go. There's some health mirror wisdom for you, Jennifer. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. And Koreascape resumes right after this.